Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, peeps. We are back again with another episode of Unmothered. Um, Today, I want to talk about boundaries. It seems to be the hot subject these days. It's always been the hot subject, but now we have a famous author, Lisa Turkhurst, who is coming out with her new book. Um, I believe it's called Good Boundaries and Goodbyes or Boundaries and Goodbyes, something like that. It's supposed to be coming out, I believe, in November. And now it's a lot of celebrities are talking about healthy boundaries and everyone's talking about boundaries. But this is a subject that I've been talking about for the last five or six years since I started started to write my book. I wrote about boundaries within the memoir and my second book is coming out and that is one of the life lessons that I'm talking about is healthy boundaries. So hot topic. We need to talk about it and I want to get into it, but I want to give credit where credit's due of where I learned how to have healthy boundaries. And the first book I read on that is with Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend called Boundaries. And that book, I believe, was first published in 1992. So you can see that this subject is not new, but it's one that people tend to not do when they're in dysfunctional relationships. So I want to get into it today because it is the core thing that held my life together when I needed to deal with my mom at the same time as raising my own family. What is a healthy boundary? Why is it necessary to keep good protections around you? And that is the subject of today's talk. I think that uh, where we can start is what does a, a good healthy boundary look like and what does it not look like? So I'll give you an example and I'll do it from my story and then I'll kind of compare. I have some other stories too, but One of the things that happened a lot when I was growing up with my mom is I took on this role of mothering my mother and I felt like I had to save her, that it was my job to protect her, to run to her defense every time something was going on. And so therefore I had no boundary because I didn't know where where the boundary line was. It was just, if my mom yelled for me, I came. If she needed help and she was bleeding, I bandaged it. If she was struggling in a relationship, I tried to help fix it. All these things with good intentions, right? We all do these things because we think it's loving and it's necessary Also, I hear a lot, you know, well, I have to. Who else is going to do it? Like, I have to do it. And so we we put on this hero cap of it's so important that we run to save the day. But really what we're doing is we're running away from the real emotion behind it and the real reason behind it. And 
a healthy boundary would look like this. So once I started having my own family and my mom kept crying wolf, I need you, I need you, you need to come right now. And it would just be for something so stupid and so little and so unnecessary. But to her, in her mind, it was, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And so I would run and I would go see that it was just this insignificant thing that she needed help with. But in her mind, it was an emergency. So healthy boundaries, once I started having children, I couldn't run to her every time because my family was coming first. I wanted to be there for my children. So I started learning the word no. (laughs) And let me just tell you, when you start setting a boundary lineup and telling someone that has used you in that way and you finally say no to them, they get really angry about it. And they say, you're selfish, you don't think about anyone else, all you think about is yourself, you know, all these things come out and you start feeling guilty because you have just taken care of your own self instead of the person who is demanding this time from you. A healthy boundary is what Dr. Henry Cloud talks about is having a property fence line around your, around yourself. So basically, it's uh, the analogy of you have a fence line and people don't cross a fence line. When I have, I have a fence around my house. And if somebody comes through my gate without me inviting them into my home, they are invading that space. They are crossing a boundary. As a matter of fact, I could have them arrested because you are coming on my property line without permission. And you have to look at your life that same way. Somebody is coming into your property line, into your self, into your framework of your mind and how you deal with yourself on a daily basis. They're telling you, we don't care about your schedule. We don't care about what you had planned. You are to drop everything now because we've crossed over into your property line and now you're ours. And that is just not right. And it's very selfish, but we look at it on a flip side. We look at it as we're being unselfish by helping this person. Look at what a good person I am. I'm helping this person. And we do this not only in relationships. We do this in work relationships also, in friendships, where we do these things for people out of guilt, out of this fake responsibility that we think that we have to do it. I have friends and husband, who are people pleasers and all good things. People pleasers are wonderful people. But here's the the wrong thing with people pleasers is they don't learn the word no. And so they end up doing these things and then they're complaining about it. They're, They're upset. They're angry. They're stressed out. They're like, why do I have to do all this stuff? Why is all, why are all these responsibilities being built up on me? And it's because you didn't learn the word no and you didn't teach them where your property line was at. I didn't ask you to come in and take this over. I didn't ask you to come in and tell me how to change this up to make it look good for you. I'm doing my own thing. I don't need your help in that area. You're not helping me. And this is a thing that there's a little bit of manipulation too that happens with people that are taking advantage of you is they have that code word of like, oh, I was just trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you. I'm like, wow, thanks. 
I need to ask for your help. <laughs> I don't need your help. So when we can get strong in saying the things that we need and don't need, when we are able to say the word no, when we are able to be truthful in the boundaries that we can have around our life so that our schedule is more balanced, it's not one-sided, that's when you're going to have like a really cool, happy life because you're going to be able to say, I'm at the end of my rope right now with stress and busyness. I think I need to say no to that thing that maybe looks good that people are saying you have to do it that are kind of crossing over into your boundary line where you're like, well, should I do it or shouldn't? Well, they said I have to. They said I, you know, this no one else can do it except for me. They'll they'll go with your ego too, believe me. So don't take that as a compliment. When people are saying, oh, you're the only one that could do this, that manipulation of someone crossing over into your boundary saying like, I don't really want to do this, but I'm just going to pump this girl up so that she can do it. And then who cares if she's stressed out or not, as long as it's not on my plate. And I'll just tell her how amazing she is and she'll do it because she loves listening to that. Don't fall for the compliments when you know that it's not um, something you want to do. So I was having coffee with this friend the other day and um, and we were talking about this very subject and I said, you know, one of the things that you can do when people ask you to volunteer for something or someone's asking you to take on this role and you really don't want to, but you're, you don't know where your boundary line is. <laughs> like, you're like, do I say yes? Do I say no? I'm not sure. I said, tell them that is so awesome. Thank you for thinking of me. Give me 24 hours to think about this. I just need a minute. And you hang up the phone and then you get to decide. You get to sit down, take a breath and say, is this something that I can actually do? Or is this something that I need to say no to? You want to make sure in relationships also that's a tricky one because you, you know, with, with a work relationship or friendships relationships, you can say no, you may not see them for a while, if, especially if it's just a social event kind of thing. You say no to this person for this event planning, whatever, and you may not see them for a while. In families, they come at you hard. So they're, they're going to start calling you all the names and saying, you know, you're not doing what our family's always done. And this is the thing. You're going to get pushback when you start setting healthy boundaries. When I started telling my mom, no, I'm not coming right now. I have to do these things with my children. I will come afterwards. And then you hear this, well, but you know, I, you need to come right now. Like, what do you mean you can't come? And you have to stand strong in that and let them know you're not going to fall apart in 24 hours. I will come tomorrow when I have free moments, but right now I'm doing a project with my kids and that takes precedent. You will get hard kickback from that. They will call you every name in the book. They will be disappointed in you. They may make you cry. They're going to make you feel bad. Why? Because the person that you were that they could always depend on, well, we'll just have Phyllis do it. She'll do it. She'll feel guilty. She'll do it. Is suddenly saying no. And that is a whole different plan than what they have expected. So they're like, wait a minute. No, you never say no. So Please know that you're going to get 
kickback. You're going to get a lot of opposition when you actually start to set a boundary line and say, you cannot cross over into this property line. This is, this is for me right now. It's going to take them a while and it's going to take you a lot of strength to stick to your guns and say, this is not how I want to live my life anymore. I'm not going to just run and do whatever you want when you want, when you say, I'm going to do the things that have balance in my life to set healthy boundaries and have a healthy life because there's nothing healthy about playing the victim, about running to everyone's defense every time they say so because you think that makes you a good person. That will not make, it's not going to give you any hero credits or medals. It just makes you become this weak person that people can go to that are giving you the illusion of being the strongest in the family. When I finally started saying no to a few things, just in this last few years, I gave up control of a couple of things where I felt like, oh, but I'm the only one that can do it. I, I'm the strongest one in the family. Like I, I should be doing all of this. I should be taking care of this person. I should be doing all the things. I gave control up and I gave it to another relative and I thought, oh, I actually can do that. No, they're not going to do it the way I do it. Uh, probably not as well as I do it in my mind. <laughs> but is this person being taken care of? Are things being taken care of? Yeah, they are. So it's okay to walk away from things and reset things to make your life more calmer, more even keeled and give you time to do things that are actually important to you and your family and to keep peace in your family because no one is at peace when you are running around with a chicken with your head cut off. I don't know who came up with that term, but it's pretty funny. And you're running around and screaming at your kids and doing all this because you've got a million things to do because everybody needs me. There's no hero worship in that. Nobody is happy in the family when you have no time for anything. One of the things that I was telling my friend was when you wake up in the morning, instead of waking up and just running out the door because everyone needs you and you have five different projects going on because you said yes to all of them, what would happen if you actually woke up in the morning and got to look out the window and look at the sky and say, good morning, God. Thank you for this day. Thank you for letting my body work today. And just let me be a blessing to whoever I run into. But let's do that calmly and have a, a like five, 10 minutes of quiet. Guys, if we don't have five or 10 minutes of quiet to spare, there's something wrong. <laughs> that Your life isn't about you jumping out of bed and running to everyone else's defense. There's nothing good about that that can come because you're not pouring out your best self because you haven't given your own self time to take back uh, what the day holds and what your thoughts are and how you actually wanna go about and talk to other people and be with other people that is the life that God has given you. That is the, the joy that he gives you every day is to wake up and have another chance to make a difference in 
maybe one life, maybe a hundred lives, whatever the position you're in. Maybe you're in a position where you talk to a lot of people in your meetings at work or you come into contact with a lot of people. Maybe you're someone who just gets up and you talk to your baby all day. Those are things that you need to pour out wholeheartedly with an open mind and an open heart. And you can't do that if you're jumping out of bed and you already have a hundred things on your mind and you haven't even brushed your teeth yet. So set those boundaries. Make sure that when something doesn't feel right, please don't do something out of obligation, even in your own family. Don't feel like you're the only one that can do it. That is a lie from the enemy. There are many people that can come alongside. I know sometimes there are situations where you do have to jump in and you you are the only one at that moment. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the everyday. So the emergency things, hey, all hands on deck. We're all there. Like it, it happens. Like it's going to mess up your day. You're not going to be able to think straight. Like... Those are different situations. I'm talking about the everyday situations where people go, well, Phyllis will do it. She says yes to everything. Those are the situations I'm talking about. Set your boundary lines hard. When I did that, it made my life a lot easier. I was able to raise my family in a way that was loyal to them and still being loyal and affectionate to my mother in in ways that were healthier I think in the long run, she learned to respect that boundary and she was very considerate of knowing that I was not going to say yes to her every demand and it calmed her brain down a little bit too to know if if I don't come right at this second, I know she will show up because I always did show up and I told her that. I said, I will always show up for you. I'm just not going to show up for you at the drop of a hat. So I hope that this episode helped you. Um, I want you guys to set good intentions for your life and healthy boundaries are one of the biggest things that you can do to make your family calm and happy and balanced. And if you want to learn more about that, I definitely would recommend the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It is uh, in a workbook form also. I have the workbook and the regular book, and you can follow along and do different little homework prompts in there and just really dive into the things of why you do the things you do and why you think you don't need boundaries and, and why you always run to everyone's defense and then feel guilty about it afterwards. So have a great day. I will come back with some other words of wisdom, hopefully, for our next episode. And I can't wait to talk to you again. And please, please leave a rating or a comment. Let me know what you thought about this episode. If this sparked something in you, write down some comments. Let me know your story. I would love to hear from you guys. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye, peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private Unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps.